I think quitting is like you didn't you didn't even try it. You gave up before you even learned a lesson. You gave up before you even like really gave it the shot or gave it the chance it needed. Uh, if you gave it that chance, then I don't think it's quitting. I think it's just evolving. Mm. You could never have been where you are today without going through the pain and all that crap of the college strength coach that you went through to then evolve and realize this isn't what I really want. Maybe it's someone else's dream, but it's not my dream. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high-performing guests choose happiness, covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleeper. What's up, happiness homies? Welcome back to another episode of Modern Happiness. It is Matt. It is Taylor. It is your girl, Deuce, coming at you live from Mikasa on a beautiful Wednesday morning. Taylor, Deuce, how you doing? We're doing good. Wonderful. It's a little chilly. Yeah. We had a, a nice, beautiful day yesterday, but, and that means some snow's coming in. Yes. yes. Finally some snow, but also, man, what a tease. He's like walking outside, 60 degrees and a t-shirt. Mm. God, I love warm weather so much. I love snowboarding. Got new snowboard boots. I'm hyped. I can't wait for tomorrow. If you know, Thursdays are mine and Taylor's board meeting. We snowboard every Thursday. I finally got new boots. I've been riding in boots that are a size 11. <laughs> I'm a size 10. And I think I got these boots when I was like 15 or 18 or I don't know. I'll grow into them. Like... Uh, I think you are grown at that point. I think it was like, mm, I got a big dick. I got a big foot. You know, I need a size 11. It's like, nah, dude, you're a 10. How, like, how's that working out for you? Uh, <laughs> I didn't manifest a bigger penis. That's for sure. <laughs> but now that I've like, they've been okay for a little while. Maybe I just didn't realize, but this season, especially they're just too big now. Yeah. And like when I'm carving or like, especially in trees, I'm, <clears throat> my heel is like flying out of my boot, which is super dangerous, super scary. So I'm so pumped to get in these new Burton boots and rip it tomorrow. Now, here's the thing though. Now, no excuses. When we go through the trees. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh there won't be. <laughs> okay. okay. There will be none. Okay. Okay. Dude, I'll okay. be fucking okay. What kind of tree trails are we talking? Like straight down glades or like meandering or all like. The, all of the above. Oh, damn. Whatever we get into. Okay. And then, I guess and then it's always. take it as it comes, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess Steady as always. she goes. Yeah. Love true. a good glade for sure. Yeah. Um,. Well, what's a glade exactly? So it's like the straight down boulders, I imagine, covered mm. in snow with like trees everywhere. That I are thought like it was like a little more open. Maybe I don't know what a glade is because there's a re re the shoots. I feel like are a little bit. Uh, oh, a shoot I is. Think that's I mean, that's a whole other yeah. ball game. Because there's there's, there's a be any trees there's a run in uh, Vale. I think yeah. it's Riva glades. Glade is defined as an open space mm. in a forest. Yeah, so it's like trees, but it's like more open. Oh, yeah. So okay. love, especially on a snowboard, because it's like the powder is usually better. Yeah, and but it's enough space to maneuver where okay. you're not like stuck in trees. See, Graham really likes the dense, dense. Dude, yeah, I know. Seen first him. time I ever rode with him. Yeah, it was like early season. We went to Copper last year, and I'm like, yep. Graham and Jason are from the East Coast because <laughs> it's not even worth riding trees and we're in the trees. Yeah. It's like they, they don't know what to do. They They're don't. just like, oh, trees. Graham's really good at that. He just like launches off a jump, lands in between two trees, and it's just like, yeah. Gone, oh, gone. yeah. Graham is so good. He, 
I remember we were like talking on the lift and everyone's like, yeah, I don't know about park stuff, whatever. And then one point in the day, I'm like, I want to go hit some park stuff. Graham's like, oh, I'll go. And then he just like throws down a 360 and I'm like, oh yeah, cool, 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 yeah. cool. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> it's, it's Speaking wild. of Graham, you, Maddie, you were just in uh crested butte. Yes. How was that? Is that your first time? It was my first time. We went for his birthday actually. Sick. Um, first time in the mountain, first time in the town. The town is absolutely incredible. First of all, the drive to Crested Butte is incredible. Like, yeah. Did you you went through pretty, like pretty past mountains. Monarch? Yeah. Past Monarch. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm over here googling where the fuck is. I'm going, like, to, we going went, to Crested Butte. We a month. went. Like, where is it? Um, past Salida. Like on the way home, we stopped. At oh Salida. yeah, yeah. Salida is Salida. one of Salida. my favorite towns. So, really? Oh my god! I want you. You would love my friend Kelsey. Shout out Kelsey if you're listening. We went to college together. Then she went to grad school in Denver when I moved out. And then she ended up moving to St. Croix for PA school. Uh -huh. And she's in St. Croix still. But just a dope, dope human. And she ended up being a rafting guide oh. in Salida one summer. And so I've, like, spent a little bit of time down there. And it's just I can't quite put my finger on it because um, it's not your traditional mountain town like no. yeah. Aspen or Vail or whatever. But, like, just the, the atmosphere. I have also seen um, – who did I see? I saw a concert – in slider, just this massive field. Jack Johnson. Uh, no, I always <laughs> just like a one oh, million man. chance that I got that right. <laughs> I always, for some reason, I always confuse not of monsters and men, but uh, of oh. mice and men. No, um, no, no. Um, John Steinbeck. That's actually right it, it, up there. Somewhere. It's like one John of those. Uh, you have a John Steinbeck? Which one? Yeah, mice and men. Second oh, I've read the that. Right. I like the one in the boat. Is that a? Uh, no, that's um. You're thinking old man and sea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh the guy he's from yeah he oh, lived in florida hemingway hemingway yeah, yeah yeah love some classics wow we're all over the place but um oh it'll come to me um it's yeah, a really big band but i saw them live and it was just like this open field in the mountains mm -hmm. and the sun was setting and dude not only i drove, um, drove through there on a way to tell you ride and i didn't like it i was unimpressed it was quiet it was oh, kind of covety man. i guess maybe but like it was quiet and i'm like honorally like it didn't seem like there were much mountains or like oh the river was cool. Dude, there's so much rafting river. I've actually taken uh, whitewater kayak lessons in Salida. There's also mountain biking. There's but it's all it's not just like right in the town. Yeah, I think it's just like the yeah. whole vibes and the people and like I said, I think partly too. I've spent like a lot, a decent amount of yeah. time there. Yeah, that yeah. it's just like need to spend time. Um, there. And yeah, even driving down because there's a bunch of 14ers. Yes, and like Mount Princeton, the yeah before you yeah, yeah before you get to Salida and you can see all yeah. of them. I think that's what I like. I like the the landscape of how it's like kind of flat and then you can see. That's my favorite part. Wow, about the Maddie and I. That's just why I was like that. literally freaking out the whole time we were going there. It was that's, great. Yeah. It was great. Nothing like a good drive. But to the that's mountains. how Crested Butte is too. It's like just this cute little town in the middle of these massive mountains. And driving into it, you're like, oh, this is just, this is, we're here. Mm -hmm. You That's know what awesome. I mean? It's, yeah. It's a I've fun been feeling. in the summer and once. best part about it, absolutely no cell phone service. No. Like throughout the entire town. I got Interesting, nothing. Interesting. Really? What, yeah. what provider do you have? Uh, AT&T, which kind of uh, does suck in this whole state I'm just curious because uh -huh. I went, I think it was like 2015. I went in the summer and stayed a weekend. I feel like I had some service, well, but I just, it's, I, well, I, I love that the downtown is dope. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I love how it's open and yeah. there's all the wildflowers. I'm ex I'm excited to go in the winter. And all the cute little places. Like we went to this place called the Breadery for dinner on Friday night. And 
There was some good food, oh I remember. Oh, my God. There's, like, a was... breakfast place. There's a coffee shop. There's yeah. this Mexican place. There's so many places. Dude, some nice warm bread. Oh, Dude, fuck. yeah. So, the owner of this place, she... <laughs> wow, garlic so nuts? So, I have to tell this story because it's oh, actually yeah. sick. The butter. owner of this um, establishment, her, she was a bread maker. And her grandmother from Russia sent over, like, a sourdough starter that was 60 years old at the time which if you make bread that's a big fucking deal yeah it's like a reno uh no sorry it's like it's like a 99 episode yeah and so yeah. like the grandmother like sent her the starter so all the bread that she makes is from this sourdough starter that's 60 years old which is just mind-blowing if you mm. like food um but the bartender was a trip mm. his name was scott Scott, you're awesome. He up, Scott? hooked hey, Scott. us up with some, he kept calling them wellness shots, but mm-hmm. it was tequila with ginger poured in. Wow. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. He was a good time. Love a tequila shot. We saw him at that bar on Friday night and we went to a brewery on Saturday and he was behind the bar there too. And I was like, what the fuck is Nice. <laughs> He's like, checking you. Checking He's you like, I look at every bar in this literally, town. Literally, <laughs> where did I go? There was some mountain town I went to where it was literally like out of a movie where they were like, yeah, we were talking about this <laughs> yeah they parked our car and then like <laughs> the we saw guy. them later that night at the bar and then we saw them like at the yeah. ski rental place yeah. Yeah. I was like this is fucking yeah we had yeah. a vacation Incredible. in maine and, and the same thing and this guy checked us in then he checked us in for golf then he's like <laughs> and then i'm peeing by the urinal and it's like the, whatever his name's like jason and we're, we're like laughing we're like this guy does everything like we bet he's gonna be everywhere and i'm at the urinal and it's like sorry we're short staffed blah 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 Signed by Jason. Jason. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy, you serving ice cream? It's like, dude, Tyler that's like, oh, yeah. Billy was telling us about his trip to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a similar thing. Um, okay, Mumford and Sons. Mumford oh, yeah. and Sons. Yeah, yeah, it was just suck uh, I, Every song. Okay. <laughs> every yeah. song. Uh, Dave Matthews. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Come on, get out of here. What are you talking about? Uh, guys, we got a bike jar. If you haven't seen her, we found a bike jar. It's up on the shelf over here dropping dollars into that baby every time i mention my bike trip so finally we've talked about it so much it looks a little empty uh, it's definitely so a little empty i'm, add so, a dollar I'm adding i'm gonna add double right as now. we go uh i just did before this started oh good and then also uh, i think we should touch on our one-year anniversary party oh shit yes oh shit, my God. yes at, at deuce's house what a blast dude what a blast what a blast we uh if you've seen on our instagram we had a big board people could take selfies in front of and sign what makes you happy uh, a lot of fun answers which was a lot of you know what's on there a lot? It's in my room if you guys want to look at it again. Good Conversations was like the most recurring thing. Yes. And I fucking and love community. that. That's I saw community, community a few too, yeah. times. I feel like that was the theme of our party. It was. Good Conversations. I was so yeah. happy with everyone that showed up. Everyone was so pure and perfect. Mm-hmm. And I just, just... Sweet little angels. Sweet little angels. <laughs> sweet baby. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's well, what I thought of when you said Pierre. <laughs> it, it's great because it it's just fun. Well, they were all authentically themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're the whole world we live in is all energy, right? And the energy yeah. we, we put out with our podcast and the people we talk to and the community we're building, uh, those people find that. It finds yeah. you and you find it. And I think that was just a nice reflection of like, yeah, yeah, people bringing friends who don't even know us. Right. And we have good conversations with those people. And you said it. I was talking to a guy, asking it asking him some good questions, having a good conversation. And then he was talking to you and you asked a good question. He's like, damn, I'm in the right place. Yeah, he did mm. see that. that. I yeah. lost it. So, music, music to my ears. Shout yeah. out to everyone who made it out. Um, we had such a blast. Also, we have t-shirts if you haven't seen. $25 t-shirts, Modern Happiness. 
beautiful, fun logo. Um, you can go on our Instagram and check it out for more info. You can uh, reach out to Taylor, send him a Venmo if you want a shirt, if you want two shirts, you want three shirts, you want to make it a gift. Mm. A little limited edition, first edition of Modern Happiness. It's a great gift. Modern Happiness stuff. So, finishing that, we got shirts. Um, but yeah, man, the party was fun. And uh, I had a few people reach out to me on Instagram saying they wish they could be there. People from out of state, some people from out of the country Hell wanting yeah. to be there. Um, and if you also wanted to be there and you listen, uh, our plan is to have more events. Yes. And uh, we would love to do it monthly. Nothing's in the books. Nothing's guaranteed right now. But uh, we want to start having even more casual monthly events. Even, uh, you know, especially in the summer, going to Golden, Colorado, jumping in the river, throwing the Frisbee, whatever, having some beers by, you know, picnicking, whatever. Um, so just, you know, keep your eye out for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, we just want to keep building this community. It's super fun to meet like-minded people. And I think that's, again, that's the big theme. People from the board, community, good conversations. You know, that's what we want to encourage. Uh as well as adventure, doing more adventurous stuff out here in Colorado. So uh, just keep your eye out. And if you're looking to do that, uh, if you have any ideas, hit us up. Yeah. We're ready for it. Well, our first uh, event back is going to be um, Brandon Baker's next concert. Oh. TBD. TBD. AKA <laughs> Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami's concert with his band, Cheeks. Cheeks. Oh, I started, uh, I found them on Instagram. Oh, oh nice. Oh, good, yeah, good move. I got to do that. I believe it's a peach is there. Hell Picture yeah. There. See, I was right. It is butt butt cheeks. Yeah. yeah. Fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually, I, when I saw that, I thought of your comment. And you're like, for some reason, I just think butt cheeks. And it's like, well, you assumed that it wasn't. Like, That's true. Yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. really say anything. but He didn't yeah. say yes or no, but. I kind of want to pull it up. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Something. You pull that up. I got a question for you guys. Mm. Um, what do you think of extra credit in school? This is so random. Oh, shit. But I was just thinking about extra credit and, like, do you think it's stupid, fair? you think it's important? <laughs> I got a story for you. Sick. I love stories. Um, so I, I took Spanish in high school. Um, Spring Guyton was mm. Senora Spring Guyton. Mm. She was a trip. Sounds German. I know. <laughs> spring Guyton. Well, spring, like the season. Uh, she was white. Um, and very interesting hated that class. Everyone hated that class. I, you know, I'm just this a typical dumb teenager, like causing ruckus and nobody wanted to learn. And in hindsight, I'm like, I wish I had learned a little bit of Spanish because I went to a liberal arts college. So ended up taking two more years and was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and everybody was doing terrible. Like I would get C's on tests. Like one, nobody really took it seriously. No one took her seriously, unfortunately. Also, I don't, I don't think like just the combination of how she taught and, um, the test, it was just like, didn't make sense. Anyway, she offered f extra credit if you wrote a happy birthday card every time it was someone's birthday in Spanish. Wow. Uh, you know, Feliz cumpleaños. Really I, I, nailed that pronunciation. I, I ended up with like 105 in the class. Wow. So um, there's one, yeah, one option for extra credit where nobody did well on tests. And then it was just like, I wrote a bunch of, Happy birthday cards. And you still got over 100, even <laughs> yeah. though you didn't do well on tests? Yeah. Seems like that was a really <laughs> misconstrued. Like, I mean, not, I not weighted very well. Yeah, I don't remember all the... Yeah, but it was like everyone just did all the extra credit stuff. And yeah. it's like, so we didn't learn anything, and then we realized we could just do this extra <laughs> assignment. That yeah. It's not like you're learning more. It's like the same kind of right. card every time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, now you know really well how to... <laughs> Give a birthday card in really Spanish. well, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Burrito. 
Please cumple años a ti. Nice. Yeah. Um, I just saw this guy on TikTok. I didn't even ask this question because of this, but it just hit me. He had extra credit. And he's like, you can get extra credit or like bonus points uh, if you just ask me really nicely for it. And he's like, you know, the kids are writing like, hey, no, even if you don't give me extra credit, like you're an amazing teacher and I just appreciate this class. And I was like, hey, please give me this extra credit. It would really help me a lot. Like, thank you. Thank you so, so much. What a good teacher. I like actually. it. Yeah. That's a smart lesson. He's like, you think you can't get teenagers to be polite and nice? He's like, try this. Well, it also teaches you to ask for what you want and Ooh, yeah. need. Yeah. Without, because it's like an uncomfortable thing to ask for because yeah. it's extra fucking credit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Ooh. Yeah, I, th- I think ultimately there's a, th- like there's a time and a place. I think it really depends. Yeah. I think extra credit can be good. Most, mostly I think about like my college experiences. And I had another professor, this biology professor, where um, every test was weighted like 20 points. Like the smartest kid in the class was making like an 80 mm. on this test. And it's like, it was all multiple choice. And she told us that there were multiple right answers. And she specifically was trying to trick us. Jesus. And, um, college man, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I don't remember <laughs> if we had extra credit for that, but it's like, yeah, like I was just like, I think I ended up maybe skating by with like a B, mm. but it's like at the time I'm like thinking about grad school and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like going to get barely past this class. Like, yeah. um, and then I know there was another, there was another class, which again, I can't remember if we had extra credit, but one of my favorite teachers actually ended up the one day I was feeling sick. So I just skipped class. It was an athletic training class and, um, we had a pop quiz and there was like only three in the semester and I missed it. And I didn't go to, um, like, I don't know, whatever it's called the, uh, infirmary or whatever in college, you know, go see a doctor, a doctor. It's Um, definitely the name, but that sounds hilarious. (laughs) It's like Matilda language. (laughs) Dude loved that movie. Go, go, Go on the, what is it? The box? Put them in the death box. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just like wasn't feeling good. And I was waking up at like (laughs) 5 a.m. Interning as a strength coach and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to take this one morning off. I was doing really well in the class and that like sunk my grade. Damn. And she was like very empathetic. I went and talked to her. I was like, look, I don't have an excuse. Like I wasn't feeling well. Like, is there anything I can do even for like partial credit? And Mm -hmm. she's like, if you would have gone and seen a nurse and had a note Damn it. and didn't. And so like, um, I ended up doing okay, but yeah, I think there's certain circumstances where, yeah, if you're, you, maybe you're trying really hard and, um, to have a chance to like, not like Spanish in high school where it's just given to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's my take. So this is, I like the idea that it's an opportunity for, especially teachers. I feel like high school too. And like public school, uh, you got to teach the curriculum and you got to test people on the curriculum and all that stuff, but it's a chance to kind of be creative. And I remember we had an, we'd always had a bonus, uh, bonus question or whatever, extra credit in biology, sophomore year of high school. And we didn't have one, one test. And we're like, where's the bonus question? And like, Oh, uh, okay. Like bonus question is what temperature is it in this room in Celsius? <laughs> and I was, I was like, Oh cool. Like I always love math. So I was like, all right, if, if, um, you know, hundred degrees, Boiling is 212 Fahrenheit and zero is 32. And I created this scale because it's not an average. It's like a weird fraction conversion from yeah. Celsius Fahrenheit. And I was like, if it's 70 degrees in here, then it's like, whatever I bought, like 32.2. And she's like, you got it fucking exactly. Yeah. And it was cool. It was just like a cool way to like, it had nothing to do with biology. Um, just like a fun thing. And, um, but it wasn't silly. Like we're on a card. 
um, it just like allows you to yeah, it's actually think outside the box a little deeper learning. Yeah, I feel like critical, should critical be, thinking. Yeah, should yeah. be what it is, or like yeah, write a paper, or like where you're actually like investigating and showing yeah. something or teaching something. Yeah. Um, I got a quick story about uh, Spanish too. Define quick. Uh, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be well it'll be as long as it needs to be okay <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa i would disagree with that it definitely doesn't need to be as long as it is it will be as long as it turns out to be in the future time of when i'm done telling the story cool i'm gonna go cool you go pee-pee. um go eat your banana in a baggie you freaking weirdo <laughs> taylor bought a banana in a plastic baggie this is matt deflecting it's the weirdest thing he's, I've ever he's seen. self-conscious about his stories no my, this is a fun story uh just always spanish also class clown especially in spanish um so one class i would take my hat off i'd always wear a hat take my hat off put it on the desk and inside the hat like for a vocab test Word. the whole fucking vocab sheet you know and i would make sure to get a few wrong and i would just take my hat off put it there so like the teacher she can't see you know my hat's just kind of sitting like this and uh i got was just so into like filling it out and i was like let me just finish this early and leave uh she was doing laps around and she comes up behind me and just sees the whole sheet there and she's like mateo and i'm like oh fuck got caught it was so bad it was the worst like just i felt like such a piece of shit she's like see me after class so i just like sat there or she like took it away. I think I had to like finish it and saw after class. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like baseball season, and I'm like been so stressed out. And none of this was fucking true. I just didn't like Spanish and didn't want to study. And I was like, I'm just so stressed out. All this stuff. She's like, kind of like you. Like next time, come and tell me. And like if you need an extra day, like I can give you an extra day. Mm-hmm. And she was the nicest. Rosenthal, I think she was so fucking nice. And I don't know why, because I was such a class clown, annoying asshole. Um, so she let me retake it during one of the classes, like a few days later which means she put me in the teacher's lounge. Oh. And at the teacher's lounge, meant this big round table with like fucking New York Times spread over it. <laughs> so what do I do? I didn't study again. <laughs> I, have, I have the... This vo- piece of... <laughs> I have the vocab sheet or whatever <laughs> in my pocket. I lay it, I layer it on the newspapers. So underneath some newspapers, she leaves to go teach class. Oh and I'm God. in there doing the vocab test, flipping over the newspaper, Getting my answers. Once I was done, I put it in my pocket. And I was like, all right, finished. Got myself like an 82. Boom. Wow. Can we just give a shout out to all the teachers out there? <laughs> yeah. man, I cannot imagine. I know. The day, like, my, I know some people are more in tune with that. But if I was a teacher, my stress levels, like, you never know what you're going to get. And right. just like, I remember how I was as a kid. And I felt like I was a good kid. But just like. Dude, the, the patience. Actually, here's the second question I want to ask. What do you have no patience for? And for me, I could start off uh, two things. Well, I could tell you what I wrote, which is stupid people. <laughs> it's a journal. Hey, I can say whatever I want. I, I can talk about that. Well, now it's outside of the journal. Uh, yeah. so. now it's out there and people are like, that's a dickhead. Uh, well, one is definitely in children. I'll play with kids, but like to teach them stuff, it's like, uh, why don't you get, it kind of relates to like, why don't you just get this? It's like, well, their brains don't work that way. They don't comprehend the same way. Uh, you're very frustrated with that. And like, yeah, to be a teacher and like toddlers or like, oh my God, like a kindergarten teacher. Like, what am I doing here? These kids are screaming and going nuts. Like, just don't have the patience, you know, like when the hand goes up, the mouth goes shut. Three, two, one. I don't know. Like some shit like that. Like, oh my God, kill me. But, uh, yeah, just like, I kind of was, you know, wrote on this real quick and this is a fun journal, by the way, shout out to Natalie for giving me this journal. Better every day. Kind of looks like a Bible, but 
one you, prompt every day. It's a page long, so you just kind of answer it quickly. Um, yeah, but you know, reflecting on this, uh, it's been more fun journaling because when I journal, I'm just kind of journal my thoughts and kind of go with it. Where this is, you know, obviously it's a specific question, so yeah. it's allowing me to think a little bit deeper, which is fun. But yeah, I, I just like the patience. Uh, my, this is a good reflection, especially as a coach, to be like I feel like I, you know, the people that I coach are smart and they're intellectual and they will think hard on stuff. And uh, I also just took this uh, class last night at the, at Archipelago Clubs, mm. the social club I'm in. Uh, it was about self-identity. Mm. But it wasn't like really, it wasn't what I thought it was. It was more like kind of brought to light how privileged I am. And it was like race, race, gender, age, um, you know, the first language you grew up speaking, all this stuff. And to be like, wow, I check all of these as privileged. Mm-hmm. Like being white, not, you know, being heterosexual, all this, for being, speaking English. Um, and just the reflection of like, wow, you know, sometimes I get frustrated with people like, why don't you just take action? Like, well, it's so fucking hard for you to take action. But realizing where I came from, the privileges I've had, and it might be scary for, you know, a black person that might get judged or a gay person to be judged. And the fear that comes behind that, where it's like, I've never had this. So to have more empathy, uh, which I don't think that's kind of where I got to in this journal. I'm like having more empathy that, you know, it's, it's stupid people. I kind of just wrote that. Cause again, journal, I just say what I want, let the thoughts flow. Um, but it's not that people are stupid or just have different experiences and to be able to, again, have more empathy for that. Um, yeah, it's just reflection for me. Nice. What do you guys have no patience for? Long lines. <laughs> oh, yeah. Long lines. Ooh. Interesting. Like, I don't know why people wait in lines, you know? Yeah. Grocery store? Is there something specific? That uh, comes just to mind? like with. Um, okay, so we are just at Crescent Butte, and there's a lot of places to eat, mm. yet everyone <laughs> in town is lined up out the door of this pizza place. And I'm like, what the fuck is mm. Do you uh, know? Why are you waiting? You are behind 40 other people. You're mm. not getting in there anytime soon. Go somewhere else. Mm. I feel like that's partly that like, <clears throat> there's got to be a name for it. This like psychological bias of like, oh, well, there's a line there. It must be good. Oh, so okay. people are like, oh, that's the place I got it. You know, it creates, yeah. it's almost like creates hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. But it's funny because you won't wait in the line. No, I will. I will literally not never wait in a line like that. What if you have to? What if you're stuck at, like grocery store? I you're stuck like, in a line or traffic. Uh, I mean, I can have the patience. I, I can bring myself to be patient and stand in a line. But like if I have the option of either to stand in a line or continue to live my life, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to live my life. Yeah. Mm. I get that. That's kind of sassy. That, yeah. I guess it's a really sassy thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's also, it seems good. Like you, you know, what's important or like the value of your time. Yes. It's like life's too short. I'm not going to, I'm going to go do something else. One out of a million meals. Now if we're at Disney world and the whole day is revolved around waiting around lines, I'll do it. You know, would you even go to Disney world? Cause you hate lines so much. I don't go often. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you pay for the uh, the fast pass. (laughs) Fast pass. No, it's good. I think that requires a lot of patience. I know, like, yeah. stand in a grocery line, or next time you're in a line for whatever, and, like, don't look at your phone. Yes. I fucking dare you. Man, it's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> well, I, then I always retreat to the magazines, and I'm like, damn, I'm still doing something. Yeah. 
Can you just sit there? Yeah, and think and breathe and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, patience is an interesting thing because it's like um, it's one of those things you got to be careful for asking for mm. patience because you're not going to be given more pay. Whether it's you know, I think about this like my childhood growing up and like they used to always say in church like don't pray for patience. Because God's not going to give you patience. He's going to give you opportunities to practice patience. So God or the universe or whatever, like that, if you're like, man, I want to work on patience. It's like, cool. You're going to get opportunities (laughs) to be patient. You are not going to just like magically be like, oh, now I'm a patient person. Yeah. So that's, that's what comes to the mind. Um, What do I struggle with patience? It's interesting. I don't know exactly how to word this. What comes to mind is people, um, who either like don't plan appropriately around others or are not like in alignment with like their words. So I'm a very prompt person on time. I like, and this is, this is definitely some self-awareness of like, just cause I think one way doesn't mean other people do, but like thinking about a group and like, we're all doing something or whatever and like planning for everyone else and, and things like that. But when people are like, disrespectful of me or my time whether that's like friends or even like clients who are just like oh hey like you know I'm not gonna make it today and it's like one minute before it's just like and I think it's because I'm such the opposite I so think about other people like a very empathetic person um I don't know if I'm expressing that well it definitely depends on the right situation but yeah sometimes that just grinds my gears yeah yeah that's frustrating as fuck well it's like you don't respect my time like I wouldn't have done this to you Right. You know, I would have given you a fair amount of time because I know my time's valuable. And now I'm like sitting here waiting for you. Yeah. And like I prepped and I got ready for this. And like, yeah, now it's like, what the fuck? But mm. when it does happen, like then what? Right. We can sit here and then be mad at the person. Be all fucking pissed. You ruined my day. Or it's like, oh, cool. Now I have a free hour. Yeah. I never get a free hour. I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to whatever. Like, I don't know. Do something. But. Yeah, you know, I think it's that you know it's that opportunity for us to re- how we respond to life. Yeah, where I think I think, that, that's I think cool it's the question, t- right? Like that's where I got to with this having no patience and being like, okay, if this is what frustrates me, um, you know, how can I see this as an opportunity to grow and learn, mm-hmm. rather than being like, yeah, and then like letting it get me worked up. It's like, oh, now I brought awareness to this. Now we can maybe create a better response. Mm. Into nice. it. Yes. Yes. Cool. Transition. Transition. Here's our transition music. Um, we want to talk about consistency. Quitting. Is quitting a bad thing? Is quitting a good thing? Depends. Mm. Just like all things. Like all things. Depends. Okay, I got a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. We'll ke- it doesn't have to be rapid fire, but we'll keep it like on the shorter end. What's the best thing you've ever quit? And I can go first. If you yeah, guys want go me to, first. I can think about it. I I want to um, not listen to you while I think about my answer. The <laughs> best thing I ever quit, it felt like a failure at the time, was um, trying to be a college strength coach. Mm. And uh, I think I grew up in a world where like quitting was bad. I know from an early age, I remember um, playing t-ball as a kid. So I'm like really young and I hated it. Ironically, I ended up playing baseball most of my life. But I remember going to t-ball practice and my parents had a minivan and I locked myself in the car because I didn't want to go and then my mom like tricked me into opening the door and that's like how bad it was but even playing sports all growing up they're like you're we'll never let you quit 
but if the season's over and you don't want to play soccer anymore, or you don't want to play whatever, like, cool. And so it's like, um, I feel like that's kind of the society, which I appreciate that for my parents of like, Hey, you made a commitment. You're going to follow through on that. But I do think sometimes quitting is the best thing. Sometimes like letting go of things. And, um, yeah, I remember wanting to be a college strength coach and it, it felt like it was a failure to walk away from that. Like mm-hmm. I was defeated kind of for not like quote unquote making it. I had this perception of what it meant to make in terms of like a specific job title, a certain amount of money, all of this, but it was like, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. And it was like, not really what I wanted and more because other people said I was good at it, pressure from other people, like perception of the world. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I'm I'm sure as I'm talking more and more things are popping up, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I think just the idea of quitting the word quit sounds so negative but like what does it really mean to quit something Uh, like would you even really say you quit college strength coaching did i quit engineering like i'm not i wouldn't say i did i think quitting is like you didn't you didn't even try it you gave up before you even learned a lesson you gave up before you even like really gave it the shot or gave it the chance it needed uh if you gave it that chance then i don't think it's quitting i think it's just evolving you could never have been where you are today without going through the pain and all that crap of the college strength coach that you went through to then evolve and realize this isn't what I really want. Maybe it's someone else's dream, but it's not my dream. Right. Same. That's what I'm reflecting on with engineering. Like I didn't quit engineering. I evolved and it's part of life. And I think the problem is, is that how we grow up where it's like, you have to do this forever. Oh, you said you're going to do it. Kind of like you talked about like commitment or like, you know, being a person of your word that's important but also at what point do we quit or or let's not look at it like that it's like now i've evolved i've given it a true effort a true shot and i'm gonna evolve from there because i've learned so much in that process yeah i think that's interesting i think there's layers to it because i mean i don't know a true effort i think sometimes you just realize it's maybe the wrong thing like because even something else that comes to mind is Back in November, I started writing every day. And I was like, I'm going to write every day for a year. And I I did do it for a while, like 50, 60 days. And then I quit that. And I think that is quitting. And But I also told myself and I made a commitment and I told people that I was going to do it for a year. Mm-hmm. But letting go of that was actually the best thing for me. Because what was the re- why was I doing it? To get better at writing. Um, and then I realized... After a few weeks, it was just like moving for the sake of motion mm-hmm. and it wasn't really getting the same result and it was taking away from other things. And so, um, quitting that for me was like the best thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I think all of this is also semantics, right? We talk about failure a lot and it's like, oh, it's not a failure, but I think it, I think some things are actually quitting. Yeah. I think some things, oh, I agree. I think some things are quitting, but that's where for me, that's where my definition is coming in. Like. You didn't really do it. You didn't really try it. And that means you quit. Where again, if it's more of an evolution, like I tried this. This is not for me. This doesn't feel good anymore. I'm not doing this for myself or I'm doing this for someone else or it's not lighting me up. I'm not my best person when I'm doing this. You know, then that's that's just evolution. Mm-hmm. That is life. So let me ask you this. When would quitting be, I don't know that I don't want to say the wrong decision, but when when would it be too soon to quit or when would not be 
I know, okay, time to quit. So we were talking about this. I think we were. I don't know if it was on air. But, uh, you know, that, like, resistance of there's the resistance that this is hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me. And I don't like this, but I want to, like, I want to keep doing this. And I know if it's hard, I think you should lean into that. If it's scary, like, lean into that. And then there's this resistance where it's like, this doesn't feel good for me. And I think that takes practice to figure out which is which. But, you know, um, I had a mentor that said this, and I kind of tell my clients, the things I'm telling you, like, you're coming to me for coaching. Do everything I say because you're not good at this right now. So just do it my way. I can teach you exactly how to do it. You will be successful. Um, And then after you do it, you can tell me then if it doesn't feel good. But if you do my 90-day mentorship program and you make it to day 70 and you stop doing the work, you quit. Mm-hmm. You quit because it was too hard and whatever. But like get through the 90 days, like finish the process. And then from there, you can decide, oh, you know what? I don't really like this whole thing that I'm doing or I want to do it differently. I like that. I have started using this analogy of you got to know the rules before you can break them. Mm-hmm. And I think that really applies. And this is even within your 90 day program Matt. I teach scheduling time management. And it's like every time I teach scheduling, I teach it super restrictive. You're going to schedule out every hour of every day. And then the next week, I know people are going to fail. And I'm like, cool, you were supposed to fail. Like that's hard to do. Um, but you got to, you got to do this for a few weeks and then here's how I do it. And there's more flexibility and things like that. And I think, I think you put it really well where you got to try something long enough. And it, you know, it's funny. I just hired a friend for three months to help me with social media and start a YouTube channel. And I was doing all these things that didn't feel good and posting seven days a week and posting the way I thought I was supposed to post. And like, I don't know, I just didn't feel good. I didn't have as much engagement. I made a post yesterday that was just like out of inspiration. I've gotten the most feedback mm. with this like absolutely ridiculous photo of me that Matt took. Um, and, and yeah, abs were popping too. So, you know, <laughs> great lighting, all, great yeah. photographer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also the message, like I had, I mean, I got, a, I got way more likes than I have recently, which likes are like, yeah, maybe people like the photo, whatever. But I, um, I actually had people be like, Hey, I appreciate this message. I had a friend of mine who's also a coach in the space and was like, Hey, thanks for your post that helped me post this thing today. Um, so I, all of that to say that it didn't feel good and it didn't feel right. And we had committed the person I hired for three months and I'm like, I just, I don't think this is an alignment. I don't think this is working, but I did it. And I, even a month in, I was like, ah, I don't really like this, but I did it. So, um, yeah, I think it doesn't have to be like two years, five years, whatever, but it's gotta be long enough to at least try it the way someone else says, or yeah, see it, what it's like. Everything has its different time domain. Yeah. But I think like what you said about the writing every day for a year, like, yeah, you might consider that quitting cause you didn't go the whole, um, year writing. And uh, I'm looking at my guitars in the reflection in this mirror. And I'm like, you know, a lot of people try to learn guitar and then they quit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, where do you want to get to? Right? Because I've learned guitar. I could pick it up and play it whenever. Um, so like where I don't want to be a professional. I don't want to be on stage performing. I just like it as a fun hobby. Um, so like I've done it. There's like at this point, there's no quitting guitar. I just know how to play guitar now. Right? That's like a life skill I have. So I'm just kind of thinking out loud. So I don't know if I have a clear point, but yeah, you know, as far as quitting, it's like, if you're just like, you know, I just want to learn good riddance by green day on guitar and you never learn that you quit, mm. you learn it. Cool. You learn the song. You said you would, 
doesn't mean now you have to learn 20 more songs or maybe you, maybe you want to, but it's like, cool, I did it. Like, okay, I don't think I really love guitar, but at least I got to that point. I got to the, you know, I think Instagram, it's like, I'm going to try this marketing and uh, I'm going to do it every day for seven days for three months. Mm. Cool. You tried it. You did it for every day, seven days a week for three months. And then you go, the way I'm doing this isn't in alignment, but you've reached that goal, right? If you stopped two months before, you didn't finish. Yeah. Okay. Here's my advice. This, this just came to me and then I want to hear Maddie's thoughts. Cause I know Shit. something's cooking. Mm. It's cooking. It's cooking. Um, here's my advice for quitting. You got to try something. And then when you want to quit, go a little bit longer and then you can quit. Mm. Yeah. So things that come to mind is I had been leaning a lot more into CrossFit training for after the triathlon. And it was probably like several months before I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And then I kept doing it. And I was like, okay, I kind of want to stop, but like, let's give it another month. Maybe you're just not having fun right now. And then it was a couple of months later. And then I was like, you know what? I think I want to transition. Same with college training and conditioning coach. Um, I was at Colorado state and I was miserable. I've never wanted to quit something more in my life. I still, to this day, wonder how I made it other than perhaps the two other interns that were there. And it's like misery loves its company. And we just had each other and it was just every day. All right. Zane's going to be there. Cool. I'm going to be there. Um, and then I went and did another internship at Clemson for another four months. And then I decided to quit, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's, um, if it's, yeah, posting on social media or whatever, it's like, okay, cool. When you feel it, really feel that resistance, go a little bit longer and then decide. Maddie, what you got? I'm, I'm really trying to think about something that I, well, the best thing that I quit. Was that the question? What was it? Yeah. Or if you have any other thoughts on, I mean, on is there, quitting? We, we kind of just, just quitting in general. While. Yeah. <laughs> quitting in general. It's, it's definitely hard to do for a lot of people cause it's change, right? Mm. That's what I think. I quit a job that I did not want. Uh, I, I was so confused about it. It was giving me really great opportunities and things were happening and I was meeting people yet. It was sucking the life out of me. Like I'd get home from work and I'd put on TV and I just zone out and I wouldn't talk to anyone and I was not living, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so when I quit that, it was like the best thing ever. Cause I just, uh, it was just so relieving. And, yeah, th that's kind of what yeah. I was talking about before. Like, to understand like that resistance, is this hard or is this like yeah. this doesn't feel good? And when it doesn't feel good, it's sucking the life out of you. Yeah. Where yeah. maybe it's like, fuck, this is scary, but like, oh, we did it. And then maybe you do the first thing or first step, and you're like, huh, all right, I did it. That was actually not as bad, or that, that like, yeah, oh, cool. And oh, like to use a social media example, like, oh my god, people are like liking my posts. Like this is actually kind of exciting. And then and then guess what? You're going to post again. You're going to get nervous and scared again, yeah. but it's part of it is feeling good. And you're just kind of working through that where, yeah, then you got this other stuff in your life where it's like you finish it and you are drained yeah. and you don't like it. You're not inspired to do the next thing. You're like dreading waking up in the morning. Yeah. Like this guy wanted to give me the company. <laughs> like he wow. was training me to give me the company. And I kept telling myself, you just don't like it now. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's just really hard right now. Just get through it, all this stuff. And I like had so many conversations with grandma. I was like, what an incredible opportunity at the age of 22, some dude wants to give me a multi-million dollar company. Like he like wants to retire within the next two years. Crazy, right? But it's just like, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But I, it was, 
it was wild. When I did put in my two weeks, it was the most relieving feeling I've ever felt my whole entire life. So, I actually put in like a four week notice because I was just like, hey, I'm just going to move to Denver. <laughs> yeah, I think so much of what's coming up is yeah. why are you doing what you're doing? What's your purpose? And staying away right. from like the shoulds. Right. And it's like, yeah, on paper, so many people would be killing to be in that in position. Your shoes, yeah. You know what I mean? And like this comes down to we talk about all the time, but knowing yourself like why do you exist? Like, why are you here? What's your purpose? Like what inspires you? Like what keeps you up at night? Um, and when you get really clear on those things, then it makes it easy, yeah. right? Well, sorry, it makes it simple, not easy, right? What direction you should go. You're still gonna have to make hard decisions. Um, and I think that's where so many people, like I was in the same exact boat. I like left Colorado state and the same coach who at the beginning of that internship said, if you weren't a volunteer, I would fire you at the end of the internship was like, you impressed me. Like you're by far one of the best interns I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Like, and was like, Oh, you got an interview at Clemson. Like you should definitely go to Clemson. And mm -hmm. I have all these people hyping me up and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. I'm like, but, and later on after all of this, I heard a quote that said, don't let your potential prevent your purpose. And so it was like all these people, my family, my friends, these mentors are like, you're great at this. You should do this. You're great at this. Why would you not do this? And I'm like, I don't want to. And I think that's why a lot of people maybe don't quit when they should, um, which is, these are maybe two conversations, right? Of like um, people quitting because it, it's hard and that's when you should not quit. Maybe we should make a flow chart of this. Yeah, this is yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, Love that idea. you should quit. Uh, if it doesn't feel right, if it's not in alignment, you know, and, um, Maddie, I'm curious because I mean this in a positive way, but since I've known you, I feel like you've quit a lot of things. I've quit so many things. And so I'm curious, <laughs> like if, if we, if we go back, I think when I met you, it's you're wonderful. I love it. No. Yeah. I, it's I mean, awesome. Same. And <laughs> I feel like I'm at that age, you know, we're mm. like, <laughs> wait, how, how old are you right now? I'm 28. Okay. Yeah. So Whoa, 28 past, is when I figured out what, what I was supposed to do with my life. I figured out my life purpose. So. There's magic. I feel like I'm getting closer yeah. with everything that I do quit. I'm right. not going to lie. So I'm curious, like just to dive in a little bit, because yeah. knowing you, you did HelloFresh, you did some, yeah. um, Clothes. the clothing. Yeah. I don't know how to describe well, that. Gifts from the, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Wow, what a beautiful message right there. Yeah. Like, you're just yeah. doing shit. No, but it was, uh, okay. So it's funny for context <laughs> from my perspective and Matt can chime in because he knows all this. It's like when you're doing the. Um, but it, it was like reselling old clothes, right? Yes, like yes, how yes. would you work? Yeah. Upcycling. Upcycling. Yeah. Yes. You yes. were, you were your... so passionate about it. It was so dope. Yeah. I remember Matt and I being like, wow, this is sick. Like, Dude, I brought I you should... like two bags of clothes. That is so yeah. hilarious guys. Cause that was all one big giant act. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Lie. I am not going to lie. I did one closet sale on Instagram and got so much like wow. love. Everyone was like, oh my God, this is sick. You should do this so much. Do this with my clothes. And I was like, oh, damn. guys, I was just trying to clean out my closet. Honestly, like <laughs> this, I didn't even. Oh, baby. This is communication. Wild. Yeah. Because it, when well, we, people we pleasing, were, that's well, what yeah. people were telling you to do. Yeah. Well, that's what, like, when we first met you, I asked you about it and you're like, yeah, well, you know, like we got to keep clothes out of landfills and you yeah. know. Oh yeah. Uh, like well, that was what, yeah, that's what, what I leaned it? into. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this is Maddie's thing. This is really cool. Like I got a bunch of clothes from, you know, my New York city lifestyle that I don't fucking wear. Yeah. Here we, you go. Like we here's did some it, polos you can we sell. We did an Instagram live and I had like finally gotten furniture from my apartment <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, Oh my God, I bought this brand new. I brought this brand new. I wish I had met Maddie like three months earlier. <laughs> 
and yeah. she's like, fuck I off, mean, leave me alone. Well, thrif- thrifting and all of that is a huge passion, but I never thought I would try to make money off of it. But like once I did start making money, once I did start doing that, it a lot of pressures, well, just a lot of things, you know, you had, I had to rely on fucking Instagram to sell these mm. clothes. Then I started reaching out and doing in-person things, but that was even hard too and in order to make money I had to price my things at a certain point but I didn't want to sell my things Mm. at that point because I just was trying to just flip clothes and give people these awesome experiences yeah you know yeah where does that lead you five ten years like right exactly just like sustainable it's not it wasn't I can this is so interesting because at that time we had just met so I didn't know you very well yeah And I was like, wow, she's super passionate about this. This is awesome. And then hearing you now, I can (laughs) feel the resistance of what was going on at that time. You know what's cool through all this and and reflecting on myself and all the shit you've done? And and Taylor, you've been saying, like, I say this positively, you've quit a lot of things. Reframing that as, like, quitting actually allows you to do more things, to try more things. And that's, like, that's been my life of the the biking. I'll put a dollar in the jar. The bike trip. (laughs) Um... Uh, you know, the personal training, the photography, like what we've been talking about. I tried it long enough to kind of figure it out, to know if this is what I really want to do. And then giving myself grace to quit it and then go after the next thing because I never would have been doing what I love so much in business coaching and help and like, which is kind of life coaching and remove the kind of, uh, which is life coaching and like really helping people <laughs> change their perspective on, on the world and what's possible for them. I had this post the other day or I think it was on my story yesterday. Um, it's like, <laughs> I got a memory from five years ago of, of a photo of like this column in this food court because we were doing some inspection, whatever, um, preparing for this this uh, project we were doing. And I'm like, five years ago, I was like, you told Matt five years ago that he'd be like a life business coach and like he'd have consulted for gyms and like been on eight podcasts for business and no fucking way in hell. Right. I never would have gotten there, but like it's these little steps of quitting and then trying a new thing, quitting and then trying the next thing and leaning into that next thing to continue, like I said before, to evolve. Right. And that's what you've been doing through all this. This allows you to get to the next thing. And, you know, so many people, I think, are afraid to quit for that safety of like, I don't know, I think of like the corporate job. I think of someone specifically who may be listening to this podcast and has been at their job for over a decade, like way too long. They hate it. So it's like, why the fuck are you still doing it? You've tried it. It sucks. It's not fulfilling you. It's draining you. You complain about it all the time. So let's go fucking do something else. I, <laughs> I think a lot of people forget that the minute you close one door, another opens. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I think people are scared to close that door because they just like don't know what's possible mm, yeah. out there. You know? Yeah. This, this kind of ties into, I'm trying to remember what conversations come to mind. One, one is like calculated risk. Oh, no, this is with Brandon Baker, a.k.a. Johnny Tsunami. (laughs) (laughs) And he was talking about how, and this so resonated with me. At one point in his life, he's trying to have it all figured out. And like trying to make all the right decisions only to realize like, one, that's not possible. And then he's just talking about now he kind of has all these tools and he can like think back, what is this sensation? And oh, yeah, that's like seven-year-old Brandon and whatever. And he's like... I can walk through that and get myself out of these like negative thoughts. And then also sometimes I just got to make a decision Mm -hmm. and I just do it and I just go with it. And the reason I believe he can do that is because he's done that enough and he's still landed on his feet. Mm -hmm. And I think back to me when I was, you know, 22 to 25, I was afraid of making a wrong decision. I remember starting to coach at a CrossFit gym six months into it. I was like, I don't want to think I want to do this very long. 
five years later, I'm still there because I'm like, well, I kind of want to go to grad school, but like, I don't know if that's what I really want. I just felt like I needed a career. And there were so many things where I was like, I wasn't sure. So I didn't take any action. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there. And if that's you, you just got to start one day because, you know, think about all the things that were like the biggest deal in your life. Like when you're five, when you're 10, when you're 15, when you're 20, it's like the most dramatic moment in your life. Like all it's cliche, all your worst days you've made it through. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we're, we're, I think about one client I had, this is one of my first clients when I started life coaching and we were going through goal setting and we, you know, I do 10 year, uh, 10 year, three year, one year goals. If you're over the age of 30 and she was a little bit older, she was probably late thirties, early forties. And kind of in that next phase of her life, like her kids were getting older and things like that. And, you know, we went through goals and she read this 10 year goal and she started tearing up and I was like, what, what's, what's up, what's going on? She's like, I realized like I set this goal 10 years ago Mm. and I haven't made any progress. And it's another 10 year goal. And and now it's going to be a 20 year goal from the initial time that it was set. And it's like, man, that is like the saddest thing. Like that is, that just like hit me at my core. And that's what I don't want for anyone. And that's why we're talking about this today where it's like, um, the cool thing is, you know, at the time, Maddie, like doing the, the clothing thing. And then you did like gifts from the universe and like, you know, all these different iterations, like looking back now, you're like, Oh, this all makes sense. Everything you did, you know, when you were 22, that job has led you to like podcasting and being creative and the culinary school and all of that. And it's like, had you, I mean, I can't even imagine, let alone, I wonder what you would think about where would you would be if If you just stayed at 22 working that job, taking that business. I think I'd be honestly, really fucking unhealthy. Yeah. Like I think like uh, sad, like sad. I think I'd be, yeah. Drinking a lot. Cause mm. that it was a beer business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I would have gotten sucked into that whole game. A little beer belly. I think I would have just like stopped believing in the magic of the universe. I don't know. It's like, it's a whole thing, but it was just like a very draining, um, job. It was very laborious and a lot of it was, Really, it was a negative environment, and I think mm. I just would have become that negative, mm. not fun mm. person. I think so sad. That's it, yeah, it's scary. I'm like so happy I got out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's a huge point. Not that we have to go down this whole rabbit hole of like your environment. Yeah, and is it supporting or is it toxic? And oh. that could be a job. That could be like maybe you need to quit some friends or yes. a group of friends. Like I've worked and coached at a lot of gyms and I've left some because it's a toxic environment. Like yeah. I don't even want to work out there because just the vibe, the energy, the people. And like, um, you know, I think that's a whole nother thing of like, it doesn't even have to, I know we've had this whole conversation of like, do you like it? Or are you not good at it? Like, is it hard? Is it easy? Like whatever. But like, how does it make you feel? Right. The hobby, the friends, where you live, like, that's a huge indicator. If you can get in touch with like the sensations and emotions around like things that you're doing, that's like, you know, a radar is going to go off. To me, that's enough to fucking quit and move on. Whatever word you want to use. That's to all you evolve. need. Like to continue to sit in that. Well, you know, it's funny because we, we think we know what's going to happen tomorrow. And the one thing that's guaranteed in this world is that we have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. Right. So many people lost their job. Like COVID is the best example of that. We have no idea what could happen. Yeah. So many people lost their jobs. We will it, die. Yeah. That's we think, we yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, and we will get old. Yeah. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Like, <laughs> you know, all this shit could happen, but I do oh, sure. think, you know, that being said, 
if you're doing something that you fucking don't feel good about, that you hate, then you kind of do know what tomorrow's going to look like. You're going to wake up, go to your job, and continue to be unhappy. Wow. What if you took the chance? What if you fucking quit? I'm not saying everyone has to quit. You know, get a savings if you need to do that. Set yourself up for success. But it's like never too late to make that transition and be like, oh, what if I did the thing that made me feel good? What could life be like then? Like, what would life be like if I was waking up, jumping out of bed excited? Right. Like, how, how would that change? Do you think I would start attracting more love and abundance in my life? Probably. Rather than, like, you like the you could see the fear, like, oh, what if you stayed at 22 in that beer job? You could see, like, the emotion shut down immediately. And, yeah. and uh, you know, all that, all of what that attracts. Um, but, I, I, you know, I really liked what you said about, uh, Brandon Baker, Johnny Tsunami, reflecting it. Oh, 22, have it figured out, right? That's kind of what we're told. Go to college, figure it out. The biggest joke is that fucking no one has this shit figured out and you continue to never <laughs> figure it out. You continue to evolve. And I think what stops people from then taking that next step is to be like, okay, well, this isn't it. But then the next move better be it. Because yeah. if that's not it, then I fucked up again and Dude. I failed again. But it's like, no, no, no. You're going to do that nine more times. I had a client who's like, literally, he's 25. We're having this conversation. He's like, thought I figured this out, quit. Now I'm like doing yoga, like doing all this stuff. And like, I, like I figured it out. But I had to get, I had to do that to figure this out. And he's like, this is my purpose. And I'm like, guess what, dude? Maybe two years from now, you're going to be like, that wasn't it. Now this is it. Right. And it's, it's going to keep happening. If somebody would have told me that my 20s were for like fucking up and trying things, <laughs> my life. I mean, I, I, I needed to go through these things. So right. like, I'm not going to say that, you know, whatever, but I totally had that. I was like, I grew up in a world where you go to college, you probably meet the person you're going to get married, you get a job, you know, house, whole thing. Right. So all of my twenties, like 22, 23 out of college, when that didn't happen, it just felt like a ticking clock. Mm. I was like, okay, well you got to get into this year. Okay. This is the year. Now this is the year. And it's like, if that's what I want to do with my kids. Like if I could reframe that to where it's like, and I don't even want to say that 30 is, you know, the new 22 or whatever, but like, Hey, use your twenties to try things. Yeah. yeah it's one thing Gary you know? talks a lot. Then about. it's like, Oh yeah. All, all his stuff where he's like talking to, Oh, you're 25. Yeah. You're Dude, so young. You, yeah. You have so, so much, so much to try, but fuck up. I think it would have just given me this sense of like, you know, cause that's the thing the past two or three years, the amount of things I've tried. Cause I shifted that. And it's like, if I could have done that, like in my early twenties, instead of like, I was talking about earlier, like afraid to make a wrong decision in hindsight, like what would I've told my younger self do anything, work retail, be a bartender, like go travel, like spend your savings, like whatever. Cause it'll help you figure out your purpose and what you're supposed to do. And yeah. And dude, that's what, um, we're just what you like to do. Tell you what, yeah. I don't know where my wallet is. I'm going to put a $2 bill in the bike jar, but like <laughs> the, the bike jar was just, uh, I'm going to start talking about my bike trips. So I took a trip <laughs> to Cherry Creek yesterday <laughs> and then back to Denver. But this, but you know, the, the bike trip cross country was like, there was no expectation. So glad that landed with Deuce. That's... I'm, yeah, I'm moving past it. I know. I know. Um, I, know but... we know. I think I just missed the whole joke. <laughs> yeah. I rode my bike 20 miles yesterday. No, that yeah. Was my I got bike that. Trip. I didn't okay. think it was funny, so I kept it going. I know you did. <laughs> I deuced it. That's all that matters. Okay. $2 bill. Um, yeah, but it was, uh, there was no expectation for it. It was just something I had to do, something that I knew. Like, I love biking. And what would be, like, super fucking cool before I move in with my girlfriend at the time girlfriend right and now <laughs> 30 divorce a whole nother conversation um thinking you need to have shit figured out and uh but anyway you know 
told my boss, I was like, before I move in with my girlfriend, you know, and then we'll get married and we'll have kids and life and ah, you know, I got to do this bike thing. Uh, there was no outcome for it. It was just like something I had to do before I got too old to do it. And obviously, if you're an avid listener, you hear me talk about it all the time because it changed my fucking life, but I didn't go in expecting that. Right. I just, I needed to do this, right? And that's led to one thing after another. You mentioned Brandon Baker, Johnny Tsunami. Should we just get the, he has four names now. Brandon Baker, Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you don't know what the next thing, what the next thing is going to bring. And if that's one thing in life, it's like, just do, just try the shit. Just do it. Like, and you don't have to quit your job either, by the way. You could just like be consistent at doing the one thing a little bit, see where it gets you. And that's going to lead to the next thing. Or maybe that is the thing. Or you just don't have any fucking idea. You know, you, I think it's that analogy like you, there's a door open at the end of the hallway. All right, you're going to take that door. And how'd you start walking towards that door and you're figuring other shit? And like, oh, look, another door. Look, another door. I didn't even know those doors were there. Oh, cool. You get to the door you're about to walk through. Then it shuts. Maybe you shut it. But then, oh, look, there's a door to your left. You didn't fucking know that was there. It says, welcome to Hotel Magooch. We're about to go on a ride, baby. No, Planet Magooch. Yeah, I know. There's <laughs> there's a hotel, hotel Magooch hotel on, on planet. planet Magooch. Okay, fine. So, <laughs> like, I got the Magooch mug right here. Here's the thing. Why do you think, let's call him Mike, Mike in this mountain town, does valet. He works the front desk. He's the head chef. You know, the person we talked about earlier, like you go to these mountain towns and I was in Vail uh, maybe a month ago with my dad. And there's this guy who's like shuttling this bus at the hotel we're staying. And we start talking to him. We get to know him. He's been here 20 years. He has to have multiple jobs. And I'm like, you've been here 20 years. Like you're still shuttling. You couldn't find like a progression. And it's like, why do you think he's still there? And he's like, I don't know, 40, 50 years old because it's what he loves. And he's happy, you know, and it's a snowboard every day or ski every day. Yeah. And it's a simpler life. Right. So not saying that if you want a different life, that's cool. But like, don't want the life that people tell you you should have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's not easy. It's scared. And it's all this unlearning that we talk about that we're supposed to have this figured out. We're supposed to be married at this time. And and now as adults, I feel like this is one of the biggest themes we talk about. But now as adults, now we get to choose what we really want. It's still scary because, oh my God, if I quit, my mom's going to, my mom's going to be like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? You're going to quit this job you've been at forever. And uh, it's like, yeah, but I'm fucking not happy. You know, so quit. This is what the episode's about. Just fucking quit. Like, you know it. I think that's the big thing. Like, deep down. Yeah. Love journaling. Like, fucking start journaling on it. First thing you journal about doesn't have to be the thing, but you do that for like a month and very consistently, you'll start to know yourself a little bit better. You'll start to get more in touch with these emotions and you'll start to see like, how do we answer this for people? Like, we can't. Right. You'll know it yourself. Right. You'll know okay, I quit that. Like, okay, I didn't, I, I kind of gave up on that. But honestly, it didn't feel aligned. Um, or like, I quit that and I kind of feel shitty. I didn't really give it my best shot. Like, you'll, you fucking know. I think that's the problem a lot of people don't know. And they need to go through this self-awareness of, is this, is this what, you know, my feeling or is this, I'm feeling this way because other people want that. That's kind of what I meant. Like, you might not know now, yeah. Which is, yeah. but you do it enough and you, yeah, and you start yeah. to reflect a little bit more. Start asking yourself those better questions, right? Like, what do I really want? That's kind of yeah. what I meant. Like, you, so I should say, you will know. Yeah. You will understand. Well, if you, if you don't know, then yeah, do things like journaling. 
yeah. and, and finding people to talk to. Cause it's funny looking back, I knew all along, like Colorado <laughs> state, I never even should have gone there. Yeah. Definitely shouldn't have gone to Clemson. Definitely shouldn't have gone to Orlando. Again, it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Um, but I, I knew like I can feel that sensation and I did it anyways mm. because I was not in touch enough or I don't know, maybe, maybe had enough, uh, confidence to just go this path that at the time nobody would understood. Yeah. And maybe then it was confidence, but you're, we do it now, right? We talk about it all the time. I, I talked about it on the last episode or whatever. It's like, I'm doing these things on Instagram that aren't aligned. I don't feel good. Shouldn't I have known that by now? Why is it taking me so long to quit? And again, I don't even love quit, but like to, to, to evolve into the thing that really feels good for me. Why is it taking so long? It's like, huh, it's just another lesson to learn. It's another chance to get more in tune with myself so that the next time this happens, it doesn't take a month. It takes three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take three weeks. It takes two weeks. But just to continue to get, you know, to continue to learn those lessons, to get a little bit better at this stuff. And then um, it's going to be a new higher level problem that five years ago, first of all, never would have been presented to me. So lucky me that I get to deal with this high level problem. But two, because of dealing with all these problems, now I can deal with this problem. Life won't give you the next level of problems and the next level of success. You can't deal with the shit you're dealing with right now. Mm. So you need to deal with that shit right now. So whatever that is for you, if it's like this pain and struggle, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Make, make a change. Like, and you're going to learn so much from that. And we, we would talk about that in early in the podcast too. Like, can you make a wrong choice? I don't think you can because whatever the choice is, now you have, you either get what you want. Unless you get the it's murder. We do not condone murder. <laughs> I mean, I don't condone it, but you know, if you murder someone, it's going to be a lesson there. <laughs> don't fucking murder anyone. Do okay, you thank you, thank you, don't thank murder you. anyone. Jesus. Don't murder anyone. Don't do harm to others. Yeah. Or yourself, especially too. But positive, positive. Do things with good intent. Do things with love. Then you can't. I would say there it is. If you do things with good intention and with love, then you can't make a wrong decision. I feel like we've had seven there it is moments. I'm going to have to re-listen to this episode. We'll make a flow chart. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, flow chart. We're celebrating. Deuce and matter. Yeah. Celebrating mic drop moments. Air exactly. humping <laughs> things. <laughs> Watch us on YouTube, guys. I listen, he had yeah. a boom. Yeah. <laughs> he, had a, he had a boom boom. Sorry. Uh, don't be. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, awesome. Guys, so, you, see, you see this cut on my nose? That's from shaving. Damn. <laughs> you shave? I cut. Yeah. I was actually, it was last night. I was trying to get ahead of it because I hate when it gets a little too long. And it doesn't, when it gets too long, it doesn't look good on me. Cause it's like too patchy. Is that like patchy? after four full. months when it gets too long? Now I'm like a week. Oh, okay. Thank nice. you very much. Oh, a week where I don't really have to, to shave. And even, even when I get to a week, I'm like, this looks gross. This is but from no like one else Saturday. fucking notices. Yeah, I know. I know. We know, you know, baby face, but, uh, I'm like, Oh, let me get ahead of it before it gets long. And it gets kind of annoying at that point. So I'm doing it quickly because it's literally like peach fuzz. I don't need to like spend, do it carefully and slowly. I'm just like chop, 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 chop. And then I just like whipped past my nose. Ow. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, oh, did I get my nose bad? I'm like, I'm not sure. And I'm showering and I look down and there's fucking blood, blood. droplets. I'm like, and you get like, it's very small, but <laughs> you know, when you cut yourself shaving, you fucking bleed. Dude. And I have to go to this event in like an hour. So I'm like, 
putting the tissue on it, letting it coagulate. I haven't shaved with like a razor, (laughs) an actual razor, and I don't know how long, but I remember in high school when I first started and the amount of times I would cut myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's That's me at almost 32 years (laughs) old now, uh, cutting my nose. Not even where the you hair know, goes. You can't have your 50th without your first. So is this like your 20th time shaving? Or Yeah, this is the funny thing. I have like a – I'm stacking up razors in my uh, – <laughs> uh, beneath the sink because my mom will give me like, you know, a pack of four disposable razors. And I only need like three a year. So I just keep <laughs> slowly <laughs> slowly for stacking them up. For yeah. whenever it grows in. Yeah, for the um, apocalypse. I got razors. I got you, fans. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, go quit the things you need to quit. Go keep doing the things that you need to get better at. Yeah, try more things. Do it. Lean into that fucking resistance and love it, man. You're not like alone. Is it Nick Bear, Matt Vincent podcast that that you sent me and now I'm obsessed with Nick Bear? But where it's like, this is what people have done. The people you want to be, people are successful, mm. people are super happy. They've gone through the shit. Yeah. They go through the yeah. resistance and they keep pushing through it. They don't sit where they are and continue to bear the bullshit. Yeah, I think Matt Vincent said, he's like, whatever you're struggling with right now, somebody else has already figured out that problem. Yeah. So when you put that in perspective, it's like, okay, I just need to keep working. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, this isn't unique to you. I mean, we all have our unique problems, but in the general sense of it, we're all dealing with something difficult all the time, always. And to realize you're not alone in that. So it's like, oh, if everyone's dealing with this, then like, cool, let's accept that. It's universal. Let's lean into it and let's keep going forward. I think of what I was saying. I don't know if I finished this thought before, but it's uh, not knowing what tomorrow will take. I guess I did finish it, but it's like if, if you're sitting in this just miserable state uh, and you don't do anything, well, then you know it, it's going to happen tomorrow. Right. More misery. Yeah. yeah. But if you do something new, something that fills you up, then you have no idea what might happen tomorrow. Right. People see that shit and it, it brings in that abundance. So I think I did finish that thought, but it's worth repeating. It is worth repeating. <laughs> hey, uh, if you loved this conversation, go rate and review us on yeah. wherever. Where you can, can do it. it. You can do it everywhere now. Spotify, you can do it everywhere Apple. now. You can give us five stars on Spotify. Guys, it takes less than five seconds. Yeah. Pop, if you're on Spotify right now, pop it open. Go to Hit Modern Happiness. Pop and it. And there'll be a little 5.0 because we only get five stars. Hit the star <laughs> button. Hit. Give us another five stars. Also, Done. share this with a friend. Yeah. Mm. That'll help us out a lot. Mm. Share with a friend. Yeah, share us a message. We would love to continue to reach more people. And uh, yeah, we just have fun. We, we love getting the feedback on Instagram. Yeah, and like I the love reading and, our reviews. On oh, this yeah. Site. Reviews. You know, <laughs> it, it does help us. And I think, um, you know, it'll, it can get us on like the Discover. Because uh, I get random podcasts on mine that I'm like, you think they're popular or famous. And it's like, nope, this is just a new podcast that, that Apple featured. Exactly. And so if you do review us, leave us a review or rate us or things like that, it can get us on that and we can get this message to more people because that's what we're here for. We're going to help change the world and give people a new perspective. Boom. Bingo, bingo, bongo. We love you guys. And until next time, peace. peace.